0: Welcome to the Big Talk Small Vertical Podcast I'm Dallin And that's it It's just Dallin this week Uh, My seven year wedding anniversary was Monday We normally would have recorded then Uh, Bryce is back to playing basketball on Tuesdays So I figured we'd just roll it out solo this week and see how it goes but without further ado,
1: let's begin the show by starting it.
0: On to the news segment. So I've never actually read through the news segment before. Should be fun. Um, starting last Monday, right after the show, seconds after the show ended, uh, the Yao Ming Dynasty dropped Malik Beasley and added Grayson Allen. Um, I know Bryce does not like Grayson Allen a whole lot. I mean maybe he'll start to like him, I don't know. But in years past, I know when Ben drafted him, Bryce said it was a big mistake. Um I I had him at one point and was advised that it was not a good pickup to have. Um maybe it was just too early to have him and, and now he's blossoming into whatever his potential could be and or it's just a streamer spot and and that's what it is. But Uh, Dropping Malik Beasley is the bigger news headline here, as he just traded for Malik Beasley by trading away Marvin Bagley to the Rainbow Riders.
1: A rainbow forever that won't fade away.
0: And so essentially it's like the Yaming Dynasty dropped Marvin Bagley for Grayson Allen. And I don't know how Bryce really feels about that. I would like to hear his take, but he's pushing for the playoffs and an injured Marvin Bagley ain't gonna help ya. Maybe Grayson Allen will. So moving on, uh, the Highlanders dropped Sadiq Bey and added Ennis Kanter. Uh, pretty savvy pickup there going into the playoffs. The Highlanders dropped Justin Holiday and picked up Dorian Finney-Smith. The Pride dropped Jay Crowder, picked up Jalen McDaniels, Avatar on Blu-ray. Finally. Yeah. Picked up Malik Beasley off waiver wires. Dropped Larry Nance Jr. But dropping Larry Nance Jr. was actually a surprise. I think I'd rather have Malik Beasley over... Or, I think I'd rather have Larry Nance over Malik Beasley. But, picking up Malik Beasley was a savvy move. I think Malik's a very good player. Just, I don't know if I would have dropped... Larry Nance, but he's often injured, and maybe that gets frustrating. Uh, Keyboard Cat drops Alec Burks and picks up Sadiq Bay. Just stay out of my way. You'll pay. Listen to what I say. How about I just go eat some hay? I can make things out of
2: clay and lay by the bay I just made. What do you say?
0: The goats drop Kyle Kuzma and picked up Isaiah Stewart. The flock dropped Kyle Lewis Jr. and added Larry Nance Jr. so one Jr. for another the East Mesa Trading Company dropped Devin Vassell and picked up Desmond Bain
2: oh, no one cared who
0: I was till I put on the mask the Goats dropped Daniel galanari and picked up Kendrick Nunn and the Highlanders dropped DeAnthony Melton and picked up Monty Morris, which is a pretty savvy move given that Jamal Murray is going to be gone for a while with that torn ACL. Um, Morris proves, has proven that in minutes he can put up some numbers. So um, picking up Monty Morris was the exact thing that the Highlanders should have done. Um, so good on Trevor for snagging him while the iron was hot. Well, with that out of the way, we can go ahead and move on to the weekly awards, starting out with the MVP of the week. I'm number
1: one. You're number two.
0: And I'm gonna do it a little differently this week just to mix it up. Uh, I'm gonna give you the top ten players of the week, and I'm gonna start at ten. From the Yao Ming Dynasty, we've got Jimmy Butler. From the Flying Hellfish, Michael Porter Jr. at number nine. Number eight, from Desert Storm, we have Paul George. From the Keyboard Cat Basketball Club, we have Chris Boucher at number seven. From The Pride, we have Zach Levine coming in at number six. At five, we have Nikola Jokic from Avatar on Blu-ray. Number four, a little bit of surprising uh, submission here from the Rainbow Riders, Kyle Anderson. Number three, we've got Nikola Vucevic from The Goats. Number two, we've got Steph Curry from Boom Shakalaka. And coming in at number one from... This? What the hell is that? These are my awards, mother. From Army. We've got Jonas Valanciunas. Gave you 71% from the field, 92% from the line, three three-pointers, 119 points, 71 rebounds, 10 assists, two steals, nine blocks, and only seven turnovers. Um, I read all 10 because I thought this was a pretty diverse top 10 uh, from last week. Only team to have multiple players make the top 10 list was Desert Storm with Paul George and Jonas Valanciunas. Always rather, a rather diverse group. I will say that the Yao Ming Dynasty did have the 11 and 12 spots, which I'm sure would normally have been pointed out in a, in a normal Big Talks small vertical week. So I'll go ahead and throw it in there for the fun of it. Um, But, yeah, congratulations to Desert Storm and to Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, Moving on, we have the Rookie
1: of the Week. The season premiere of The Rookie, Sunday, January 3rd on ABC.
0: And this is looking at the average stats over the last seven days. Um, Coming in ranked number 31 is Sadiq Bey. Just stay out of my way. Or you'll pay. Listen to what I say. How about I just go eat some hay? I can make things out of clay and lay by the bay I just may. What do you say? 51, almost 52% from the field, uh, 100% from the line, 3.8 threes per game, 19 points per game, three rebounds, one assist, 1.8 steals, which is a really nice number, uh, zero blocks, so not much for blocking them shots. Uh, turnovers was at 1.3 turnovers Uh, this the only other top 100 rookie last week or over the last seven days was anthony edwards i
1: told you all that i was the greatest of all time
0: and uh he had 31 points per game last week seven rebounds four assists two steals and almost three threes a game so super nice numbers from him as well turnovers are bringing him down a bit and that, free th- that field goal percentage, about 45%. So not terrible, but at the at the rate he's shooting, he's missing quite a bit as well. So um, anyways, fun time to own those rookies. Good for Taylor with uh, owning Edwards. And good for Ed and the Keyboard Cat organization for having the best-ranked rookie over the last seven days in Sadiq Bay.
1: We all say, oh, well, I never was there. A cat so clever as a magic.
0: Now moving on, we've got the Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda Best Player of the Waiver Wire Player of the Week Award And that goes to one D. Wade Wait, that can't be right Oh no, it's not Dwayne Wade, it's Dean Wade
2: Hi, what's your name, son?
1: Cliff Paul <laughs>
0: and he came in as the number 8th ranked player last week. Pretty high praise. Now, don't be confused here, as I just went through the top 10 players of the week last week uh, for the MVP of the week, and those are based off of weekly totals. Uh, The shoulda, woulda, coulda is based off of weekly averages, so there's a little overlap here, but uh, in averages, Dean Wade was the 8th ranked player over the last 7 days hitting 3.7 threes, 15 almost 16 points a game, 5 rebounds 2 assists, 2 steals .7 blocks, only 1 turnovers per game, didn't shoot any free throws so he didn't miss any free throws and he shot 56% from the field so Dean Wade just doing what he does as Dean Wade so good for him So normally, I think this week would be the final week of the power rankings, and I did not get those prior to recording from Bryce. So I will let him, after he hears this, put them up on Discord. Maybe that'll work. So I, th- I think everyone will be kind of curious to see where the power rankings ended the week going into the playoffs. In fact, it's probably the most crucial week to have the power rankings, so I am sorry that I let you down and that I do not have those here. But hopefully they will be posted and we'll still get to see them. Uh, good news is I was able to get the next segment put together and we'll go ahead and run into that. <laughs> time for Podcast Pick'Em. And we'll go ahead and review the results of last week um, and then go through the the picks for next week. I won't review the teams or the matchups from last week as much. I'll just touch on them a little bit. Um, But we'll go ahead and just run through the Podcast Pick'Em. So last week I scored five points. And Bryce sc- scored 9 points. So I'm up to 87 points. Bryce has broken the centennial mark and has reached 106 points on the season. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Bryce is definitely going to win. Podcast pick him for this year. Uh, 87 to 106 is the score right now. Looks like I owe Bryce a lunch. Unfortunately for me, uh, but going into this week's picks, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and read Bryce's first. We've got East Mesa Trading Company versus Super Zombies. Uh, a little bit of a surprise here. He's got the Super Zombies winning, but only 5 4. Flying Hellfish versus the Yumming Dynasty. We've got Yumming Dynasty winning uh, at 7 2. Highlanders versus Avatar and Blu-ray. We've got Avatar and Blu-ray winning 5 4. Keyboard Cat versus Boomshock Galaka. We've got Keyboard Cat winning 6 3. Rainbow Riders versus Winning Ain't To Do. We've got Rainbow Riders winning 8 1. Goats versus Desert Storm. He is Desert Storm coming out on top at 6 3. And Flock versus the Pride. We've got the Pride winning 6 3. Uh, moving over to my picks for the week. <clears throat> Uh, East of Trading Company versus Super Zombies. Um, I have Super Zombies winning six three. Flying Hellfish versus Yumming Dynasty. I have Yumming Dynasty winning six three. Highlanders versus Avatar and Blu-ray. I have Highlanders winning five four. Keyboard Cat versus Boom Shakalaka. I've got Keyboard Cat winning six three. Rainbow Riders versus Winning Ain't To Do. Toto. I'll never get that right. I've got Rainbow Riders winning 6-3. Goats versus Desert Storm. I have got Goats winning 5-4. And Flock versus The Pride. I've got The Pride winning 6-3. So there you have it. We've got the results in from last week. And we have the picks in for next week. Or the current week that we're in. So let's see who ends up on top. Quickly touching on some of these matchups from last week, just real quick. I've got um, nothing really that interesting with my matchup versus Desert Storm. Um, Everything was pretty much a blowout. Uh, My team is surprisingly terrible at free throw, uh, but they don't shoot very many. Only 57 attempts on the week. Uh, Steals and blocks are my only categories where I kind of put up any sort of numbers, but I lost steals by 9 and blocks only by three. I had 28 steals, 29 steals, two bends, 37 and 32 respectively. Um, Everything else was a blowout. Me only taking the turnover category. Some of the other matchups though from last week, uh, we've got Rainbow Riders versus the Yao Ming Dynasty. Um, Nothing really that close here. Points were only 60 off. um, So a couple guys that sat for Rainbow Riders or that were hurt maybe if they played that would have been closer uh, assists are within reach with only 25 separating them um, I mean it's not super close but uh, again within reach uh, steals 5 five steals separated <clears throat> blocks were blown out and turnovers were kinda close uh, with 9 separating those so Again, uh, Rainbow Riders lost two to seven. Uh, nothing was really clo- that close to flipping. Seems like a pretty solid two to uh, seven to two victory for the Yao Ming Dynasty. Um, going over the other matchups here, we've got Avatar and Blu-ray versus the Flock. Flock lost this one. Um, not, again. Nothing really that close here. Rebounds were 15 off, so pretty close on rebounds. Um, that could have been a 5-4 win for Avatar on Blu-ray. Pretty easy there. Um, nothing else really stands out as being that that close. Um, field goal percentage within within reach, I suppose. 48% to 45 almost 46%. So um, good job, Kevin, on that one. Uh, looks like for Super Zombies Boom Shakalaka, there was a tie on blocks at 17 blocks apiece. So that could have flipped it. Uh, a 6-3 victory for Super Zombies or a 5-4 loss for Boomshakalaka. Either way, so Super Zombies would have would have won. Um, the other categories here, turnovers were very close. Only three separating. Um, so uh, that was a category Boomshakalaka won. So this was almost a 7-2 win for the Super Zombies. Everything else here, looks like assists were pretty close actually. Um, nine nine assists separating. Uh, that was the category that Super Zombies won. So if Boomshakalaka had taken assists, say James Harden was playing, uh, probably would have taken assists. I believe Io- Giannis sat the whole week though for Super Zombies, so who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, that could have been uh, another win for Boomshakalaka. And then if if Boomshakalaka had taken blocks and uh, one assists, and maybe uh, kept in kept turnovers, then this could have been a 5-4 victory uh, for Boomshakalaka. Anyways, pretty interesting stuff there on that matchup. That's probably the most interesting one, in my opinion. Uh, Highlanders squeaked out a win over Jay in the Flying Hellfish.
1: The Flying Hellfish! The squad in the company in the 3rd, fightest battalion in the army!
0: It uh, looks like Trevor lost tr- assists by only 18, uh, so that was kind of a close category. Steals, Trevor only won that by one steal, and only won blocks by six blocks. Yeah, that's probably that's pretty bi- that's a pretty big margin given that it's blocks. Um, but only winning by one steal, this could have been a 5-4 victory for the Flying Hellfish. And then it looks like field goal percentage was actually pretty close as well. Uh, Trevor winning at 51 percent. To Jay's forty-nine percent, respectively. So, uh, good job, Jay. Given the given the top dog, all he can handle, and scraping out four wins there against a pretty good team, uh, you know, a little bit banged up, but still, uh, that's that's good job. Good job, Hellfish. Next matchup, we have Keyboard Cat versus Winning It Toto. Kind of another boring one. A seven-two victory for the Keyboard Cat Basketball Organization and we've got pretty much all blowouts. The free throw percentage was actually really close. Uh, This almost was an 8-1 victory for uh, Eduardo and the kitty cats. Um, 8-16 on the free throw for keyboard cat, 8-18 for winning eight totos. So uh, both shot 81%. It was separated by point zero zero two. So it was super close. everything else blowouts minus uh let's see here steals was pretty close as well that was the only other close category Keyboard cat won that by 30 well 35 to 31 so won that by four so good job eduardo uh getting extra wins right going into the playoffs securing that playoff spot a little bit and um you know beating a team that you should beat so uh good job eduardo the next matchup the last matchup is the Pride versus the Goats. And Pride won 5 4. Let's see if there was some. I know this was actually some close categories. I was watching this matchup last week. Um, it's going back and forth quite a bit. Goats won blocks and steals um, by 4 steals and 3 blocks. So those two categories were rather close. Assists, uh, K- Goats won by 12. So pretty close there. Rebounds were won by goats um, only by 15. So, you know, pretty close categories down the line. Uh, the categories that the Pride won were points and threes. Uh, he won threes by 12 three pointers, so kind of close. Points, not really that close. 923 points for the Pride. I'm curious if that's a league record. I'm not sure. It probably is not, it might be a season record. 923 points is a lot in a week. Good job, Pride, on that. Uh, free throw percentage, again, only won by .002. .846 for the Pride, .844 for the Goats. So another super close category in free throws that was won by the Goats. So that one category could have flipped it a 5-4 victory for the Goats. Um, they match up kind of interesting with each other. And I look forward to seeing them in the playoffs um, maybe next year. Looks like maybe Brandon might be on the outside looking in this year, but more on that later. And that's it for reviewing last week's matchups. So, time for the meat of the podcast, if you will. Um, and to do that, we're actually bringing on um, some pretty savvy intel and some top rated analysis. Um, let me get them on the phone here.
1: Adrian Wojnarowski joining us from home in Woj. we
0: got to talk about the flock.
1: Because they're obviously having a ton of success. Um, but could they be active still before the trade deadline, maybe tying up some loose ends on their
0: Anyways, it's, it has nothing to do with the flock. They are not in the playoffs. That couldn't make anyone uh, more happy than one Bryce Ethington, who joins us on the show now.
2: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a special guest tonight.
0: Special guest Bryce a- Ethington. Uh, what a treat. General manager of the Yao Ming Dynasty
1: mm-hmm.
0: So uh, we're going to do a playoff preview, if you will um, Kind of talk about the teams that are looking like They're going to make the playoffs And what kind of status that team is in Heading into the playoffs um, Bryce, what do you got for me?
2: Uh, well, I figure we'll start at the top Okay, which at the moment is kind of Trevor, kind of, kind of the Highlanders, kind of the Super Zombies. Um, Highlanders have been up at the top for a while, but they're in a bit of a free fall lately. And I believe you mentioned um, off the air that if the week ended right now, the Super Zombies would move up into number one, and the Highlanders they would stay number two. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. So right now I've got Stat Tracker pulled up with the live standings where it stands currently, and It has the Super Zombies in the number one spot as of this second. Now, he has less wins, but he also has less losses and more ties. So it's 85. Sweet, sweet ties. So they're really, really close, but he comes out with a better percentage.
2: Yeah. Um, Highlanders have been pretty dominant all year long, but they've hit a bit of a skid. Uh, LeBron's out and will probably be out for another week or two, and that's a tough pill to swallow. He's also just kind of not playing that well. When we talked about the Highlanders, when we did his highlight episode, kind of, our big takeaway was he just had a bunch of good players, everybody was good, and some players were great. As it sits right now, a lot of his players just aren't playing very well. Over the last 14 days, he's got six players outside the top 100, and that's that's kind of heavy. Um, Fred VanVleet, over the last 14 days, ranked number 16, but he's only played two games and he's currently injured. Yeah, so he's... without Fred VanVleet or LeBron James, that's trouble. Um, Rudy Gobert has been off of late. The field goal percentage is excellent. The free throw percentage is whatever it is. The points are low. The steals are low. The blocks are fine at 1.6, but that's not great. Right. Um Dorian Finney-Smith has been playing really well. Joel Embiid has been hurt, but he's back now. He's still, maybe still playing his way back into shape because he struggled over the last couple weeks. So there's just, I don't know, Christian Wood has not rekindled the magic from earlier in the season. Isaiah Roby is maybe not worth rostering. I don't know. Um, he hasn't, he's been injured, but he's back, but today's game he was terrible he hasn't really had a good game since march
0: Mm.
2: and so just some of that magic that trevor's had going all season is maybe running out he's got a bye week to get solid and it's i kind of feel like maybe this is not very thrilling analysis but i kind of (laughs) feel like um all of this, it, it might just be a coin flip because you never know who's going to be resting and who's going to be injured. And he only has to win two coin flips to get a championship because he's probably going to be just fine in the bye week. But his team is not playing particularly well.
0: No, no, they're not. You know, hearing you describe Trevor's team as of late makes me think of something, Bryce. And
2: it
1: seems to me you lived your
0: But maybe they'll turn it around,
1: right? Yeah, I mean,
2: he's still, like I say, he's still got all week and next week for guys to get better. A lot of these players are better. Like I said, last 14 days, Steven Adams ranked number 274. He's he's better than that. Danny young has been good all year. He's struggling now. What's he going to be? Who knows? DeMar DeRozan at 78. He's better than that. So I, I think that he can certainly come back. Like I say, two weeks to get right. And even then he's there's so many other problems that all the other teams have that he's he's very much alive. Yeah. The candle might be in the wind, but it's still burning.
0: Yeah. I I think though if there was ever a team that needed a bye week, it was this team this year. Yeah. Needs that just that extra time for Joel and B to get right for some of these guys that are playing out of out of their normal rank to play a little better and maybe just give LeBron a little more time to get back. Um, But, yeah, Um, he's the top dog as of right now.
2: Yeah, no. for reference, his last three weeks have been a 5-4 win, but that was over the Flying Hellfish, a team that is not very good, a 5-4 win over the Rainbow Riders, a team that's half injured and quit trying to win a month ago, and then a 2-7 loss to Keyboard Cat. So it's been a struggle lately. He's currently down three six avatar but it's still too early in the week to make any anything definitive but but he needs to get right or else his playoff run is not going to last you
0: you always say it best don't don't worry until Wednesday night.
2: Yes, but if you've had three straight weeks of struggling, then it might be time to worry
0: Well he probably he probably should have started wor- worrying Wednesday night like two weeks ago.
2: Yes, and I expect, I mean, whatever whatever Wednesday night, LeBron James injured, got a high ankle sprain, you know?
0: Yeah, that's that's another night you worry a little bit. But the candle is not burnt out yet. No. Um, what do you got on the San Diego Super Zombies? And, Things uh,
2: are looking better there. Yeah. Um, so he does have some injuries. Jaron Jackson Jr. is still out i would be surprised at this point if he played even if he does play he's gonna be terrible because he's been out all year but he's probably not gonna play james weissman's almost certainly out for the year they would be insane to bring him back yeah um clarkson's injured right now and Giannis
0: is injured right now and has missed about a week i don't know what his Um, injury is is that serious is that going to impact the fantasy playoffs here
2: it was an E thing, but he's, he's questionable for tomorrow. So it should not impact the fantasy playoffs. He should be back. Especially and if he, even if he comes back this week, he has next week to get healthy while Super Zombies have their bye week. He should be rolling strong. Yeah, okay. Um, he, Giannis has actually been making us free throws too, which has helped. He's I believe Super Zombies have stolen free throw percentage a time or two in large part because Giannis is getting better at them. That's crazy. But um, he's had, he's got kind of the uh, Trevor strategy of just having a bunch of good players, pretty reasonable strategy. Um, over the last couple weeks, that's what I'm kind of focusing in on, just to see how they're playing right now. But obviously, the full season matters as well. But um, only two players outside the top 100. Norm, pa- Norm Powell has maintained a lot of his value as he's gone to Portland which has been a big deal Zion Williamson has been playing really well lately Mm -hmm. he's been playing a lot um, which I know a lot of people question his health maybe maybe it will deteriorate long term but this season has been just fine he's playing a lot of games and a lot of minutes yeah and a lot like over the last two weeks shooting 59.5% from the field on 31 points it is nuts nuts. That is that is a dominant number. So he's rolling well. He should, like I said, he should have a, a, a bye week locked up. And he should be reasonably healthy. I don't know if, what the story is with Jeremy Clarkson. Sprained ankle, probably not a big deal. He should be good to go in two weeks. Obviously, anybody can pick up an injury in the next two weeks, and probably some of these guys will just because that's the kind of season we've got. Yeah um i i don't think that he can or should drop weissman or jackson jr so he is going to be down at least one player yes which is meaningful but i would not be surprised if pretty much everybody's missing at least one player
0: it just is one of those years
2: yeah it kind of is and because he's so good at field goal percentage even if he's down a player he gets field goal percentage he's very strong at points with Zion and Giannis both scoring north of 30. Like, he's he's got – he's still a really good team. Yeah. And it's a fairly focused team. So I think he may well be able to weather a loss yeah. as well as anybody. And, like I say, pr- pretty much everybody's going to have a loss of one kind or another. So he's not in the ideal position because of that Weissman injury. But I will say, like, it's not like Weissman was really helping him win anyway. Right. He, he's, he's been thoroughly underwhelming this season, but something's better than nothing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, he's definitely got a good squad. Uh, a lot of these guys, are like, I know Ubre started out really rough. He's been playing well of, as of late, um, at least a lot better than he started the season. Um, Jakob Pertle, I think... Ended up being a, a pretty good pickup for him um, on his build. Yes. Um, the last two weeks
2: he's ranked number seventy-ish.
0: Yeah, he's he's been playing really well. Um,
2: Seventy on the dot.
0: Especially with, with nine uh, rebounds
2: and one and a half blocks and yeah. good steals.
0: Especially with Aldridge gone, they just opened mm-hmm. up a lot of time there. Thirty-three so,
2: minutes a game over the last two weeks. Yeah. If Jakub plays thirty-three minutes a game, then he is a very valuable fantasy asset
0: for sure. Especially in this build. Um, yes. I know I've talked to I've talked to Ben a few times and he keeps telling me that he's that Jaren Jackson's going to come back for the playoffs that he's supposed to be back. Um, I, I mean we'll see, but
1: we'll see.
2: If he comes back, he'll be terrible.
0: I guess that's and like, I guess, if, he's,
2: if he's not playing right, it, I feel like if he were going to be back in a week or two, he would be playing right now. It, 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 he's not going to go from missing months and months and months with a torn meniscus to just you're in the starting lineup. Oh, for sure. to some time to ramp up.
0: Yeah. He will have to ramp up, but I, I suppose even like even if he goes out there and gets seven points and three rebounds on a block, that's seven points, three rebounds on a block that you didn't have before.
2: Yes. I just... I mean, if you're Memphis, do you bring him back at this point?
0: It's tough. They're not it, in contention. It,
2: They're not trying to win games. It, so why I bring him back?
0: I don't know what sitting him does if he's healthy. Like, if he's actually healthy and he's ready to go and there's no sense in not playing him, then get him out there for his own self-confidence and his own psyche. I don't know. I don't know if that's, that's a- true.
2: And I, I do generally just, if a guy's healthy, play him. But, I don't know. I've seen too many teams just kind of shut guys down.
0: Yeah.
2: Whether it's justified or not. If they're not interested in winning, then I would assume that they will take the lowest risk approach, and that is to keep him on the bench. Yeah. Because they're not risking anything. They might want an extended
0: look at Brandon Clark and Xavier Tillman anyways. So who who knows what they do.
2: Yeah, and they need uh, Jonas Valanciunas taking 20 shots tonight. I think he had like 21 field goal attempts the other night.
0: Dude, he's playing so well. He is. Um, As you are not aware of presently, but as the he rest of He our... was the player of the week last He time, was the player there? of the week. I was to say, as yeah, the rest of our he... audience is aware... <laughs> What a guy! He was number one. Um, cool. So uh, I think the next team on the list was Desert Storm. Is that correct? I don't know, but it can be. That's what that's what the live standing says at least. All right. Um, he's got a lot of guys hurt, but a lot of guys playing well. So he's kind of. He's got interesting. some
2: guys hurt. Um. So over the last two weeks, Jonas, Valanci- Jonas Valanciunas was number one last week, number five over the last two weeks, and that's per game. Uh, it sure would be nice for Ben if he were doing that. I know Ben has, has loved Jonas Valanciunas for a very long time. Yeah. So if, if, if that's leading him into the playoffs, then that's got to taste awfully sweet. Paul George sitting at number eight over the last couple weeks. Yep. He's missed some time. In there, but he's also been really good. And he's Paul George. Paul George is really good.
0: Yeah, um,
2: I'm not. Looks like Lowry's back. He missed a whole bunch of time. I know he's he's had some rest as well, and I don't know how engaged the Raptors are are or are going to remain throughout the rest of the season. I know Kyle Lowry historically
0: has has missed a lot of time late in the season. Yeah, but.
2: Um, you know, he's a good ball player, and it looks like he's
0: healthy now. Definitely the knock on him is that hes you, you risk, if you're trying to compete, you risk not having him for the playoffs. And right now, he, he's not here, and the playoffs start next week. So.
2: Yeah, well, and I believe he did. Yeah, he played his last He sat out today for rest, but he played the previous game two days ago
0: um, and played well. I so. also wouldn't be surprised if the Raptors shut things down and take an extended look at Malachi Flynn.
2: We'll see it. Uh, I don't because like are still a playoff team. I don't I, think they're just going to like give up the playoffs. I
0: are don't. They think, not? I don't think they are. I think they're like the eleventh seed right now. Oh wow. Okay. They 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 would be fighting for the play in tournament at this point. I think.
2: Okay. I would. I would assume they'd be a decent. Uh, what do I know? We'll uh, see it. Uh, I mean, if they're resting Kyle Lowry tonight, then you may be onto something. If because they're in a every win matters mode and if they've decided that they don't really want to win because they lost they've lost two games in a row it i don't know we'll see that uh, that could be a big deal to desert storm whether kyle lowry plays or not yeah
0: and i think that they'd be looking to offload him in the season or, or is he a restricted free agent or something coming up
2: i don't i think he's unrestricted
0: so he's a free agent though yeah so i think i, I don't know I think there's a good chance he's not even on the Raptors next year. They don't make the playoffs this year. They take a look at Malachi. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah.
2: I I would bet that it's largely up to him if he plays or not.
0: Probably. I know.
2: You know. He's like the best Raptor there's ever been. Yeah. So he he should probably have that choice, and how he makes that choice, it, it may also reflect on Pascal Siakam, who also plays for Desert Storm. Uh, he's been playing really well over the last fourteen days. Ranked number twenty-seven playing 38 minutes a game obviously they're they're trying to get something out of them they're running them out there for 38 minutes
0: yeah siakam's played for half of the league this year and he's putting up his best basketball for desert storm so
2: yes he is but that uh, that does call into question what is toronto's game plan for the rest of the year push for the playoffs in which case it's going to be all hands on deck siakam and lowry are going to get a lot of burn or is it now oh, shut it down let's see what we got next year
0: yeah I don't
2: know. Um, Draymond Green's playing really well. Ranked number 25 over the last two weeks. Doing some Draymond Green stuff. 8.2 assists in that time. Nice. That's that's really good. Just... Karis lavert has been playing well.
0: Hold on. I'll get to it.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's been good Since coming back Running the second unit
0: Yeah, he's um, uh, he's been playing very well
2: He's also been getting really good production Out of Kelly Olinick. Over the last two weeks, ranked right, number 54 It's just, somebody's got a score in Houston And so it's just Lots of Kelly Olinick.
0: It's like him and uh, Kevin Porter, right? Just the two of them
2: uh, Jay Sean Tate's been pretty good. Jay
0: Sean like Tate. Jay Sean
2: Tate. Um, Bradley Beal's been struggling and missing time, so we'll see where he ends up.
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
2: But um, that, that's a, a. Who know, I guess Washington's always pushing for that eight seed. Or I guess this year, the 10 seed. Yeah. It really bothers me that teams will be like, oh, we're still in the race. I'm like, well, you're ranked 12th out of 15.
0: Is that to promote. Is that to promote teams from. or prevent teams from shutting it down? I don't know. Like, keep it more competitive? I think, I think
2: they did it because they've had playing games because of ties over the last couple of years, and people really liked them, and they're fun, and so they're like, well, let's just do playing games every year. Yeah. But,
0: I don't know. That, that could be it. I always thought it was because, like, they're getting flack at the end of the year when somebody goes to see a team, and it's like half the stars are sitting, or like it's all bench guys, and they're like, what did I pay for? I don't know.
2: Yeah, it that could be a part of it. I don't know. It uh, if they want to get rid of that, they should just stop doing so many back-to-backs.
0: It's probably true.
2: But um, a lot of it, a lot of Desert Storm success does come down to health. Obviously, Durant is back, but for how long and in what capacity? Um, the games that he has played, he's played a lot of minutes. Well, enough minutes to produce because he's Kevin Durant. Um, but what is he, what is he going to be? How many minutes is he going to play? I would assume that it's more gearing up for the playoffs is probably going to be more important for him
0: than winning games right now. Yeah.
2: So does that mean rest? Does that mean light workload? We'll see.
0: Well, with Harden out, Harden's going to be missing some time, right? In Brooklyn? Yes. So, I would assume maybe he sits some back-to-backs, but otherwise, if he's healthy, he's in, right? That would be yeah. the assumption?
2: Probably, but it is a question of, is he healthy? Yeah. But but also, like, Desert Storm's sitting there in third, and it's been largely without Kevin Durant, so yeah. it's not like he needs Durant. Well, um he had Hay- Hayward's out. I, I was going
0: to say, he had Hayward wins. for most of that. What was that? I said he had Hayward for a lot of that time that Durant was out, so... I don't yes. know how it looks with Hayward and Durant sitting.
2: Yeah, and with Hayward they say that he's going to be reevaluated um beginning of May. So that's not a good sign. No. He probably will miss all of the playoffs.
0: Yeah.
2: Um and that that that's a real problem. But he doesn't really have anybody else on his IR. So if that's if that's his IR spot is gordon hayward and everybody else's plan then he should be fine yeah but it uh having your ir spot filled this time of year is a worrying sit- place to be because there's going to be somebody else who gets injured
0: yep um and and like you like we said before everyone's going to have probably somebody out so yeah and uh, maybe that's just his guy
2: Um, yes, but if it's if the somebody you've got out is Gordon Hayward and Kevin Durant and then Brad Beals playing poorly.
0: And then Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry. there's Yeah.
2: There's some problems here. But there's also good players. I don't think he's gonna what are the you're looking at the the rankings, does he have a shot at making the bye week?
0: Uh, so no, I don't think so. It looks like the Highlanders right now have eighty six wins. Super Zombies have 85 wins and he's sitting in third place with 80 wins. He's five or six games back.
2: Okay. Um so he's probably he, he's probably going to be sitting third then, correct?
0: Yeah, um he has he has six ties on the season. He's playing the Goats this week and they're tied 4-4 um right now. And the GOATs have 82 wins. So the GOATs actually have more wins on the season, but those ties – he has he has six ties on the season, so his winning percentage is better. So the GOATs – if the GOATs win this week, 5-4, 6-3, something like that, it could very well end up being um, fourth place for the Storm.
2: Okay. it—it uh, It is – this week this this season has been really competitive. Yeah.
0: Actually looking uh, at it, he might slide into fifth place depending on how this week goes, because keyboard cat has eighty one wins. So he's uh, right there with them.
2: Fourth and fourth and fifth are all the same, really.
0: Yeah. So anyways. Uh,
2: but he has kind of struggled of late over the last four weeks. He lost to the Yaming Dynasty two seven. He beat Winnie Nang Toto seven two. As he but, should. You know. He tied with Boomshakalaka 4-4 and then beat East Mesa Trading Company 8-1. And, you know, whatever that means. But uh, hasn't exactly been setting the world on fire. But with Durant back, if Durant stays healthy, Durant stays in the game, that makes all the difference in the world.
0: Definitely helped him having a softer schedule at the end of the year. Um, But, you know, winning 7-2 against winning 8 toto and 8-1 against East Mesa Trading Company... That's exactly what he should do.
2: Um, yes, and that's—I mean—that's that, how you make the playoffs. Because when you're playing playoff teams, it's—it's it's kind of a coin flip. It's
1: going to be a bloodbath, and so get fat when you've got an, an easy win in front of you. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and that's—that's that's why he's making the playoffs. And he's got as about as good a shot as anyone, except for the two teams of the bye week.
0: Right. Um, but I, I kind of mentioned the the next one on the list already, but. They're all kind of right there in the thicket together, and that would be the GOATs. Um, Unless you have something else you want to mention on Desert Storm. Nope, I'm good. So we have um, the GOATs.
2: The GOATs, well, the first place I I would start is with Anthony Davis. They say that he's supposed to be reevaluated on Thursday, so maybe he's back for the playoffs week one. Maybe he's not. I'd be worried that maybe he's not. And even if he is, in what capacity? Is he sitting back-to-backs for the rest of the season? That'd be a shame. Is he playing 20-something minutes? We'll see. But he's been winning for a long time without Anthony Davis. But, boy, it sure would be nice to get him back. Um, I was telling Benson the other day I'd be be happy to match up with the Goats in Week 1 because he's kind of limping right now, and I'd be happy to put him out.
0: Yeah, he is kind of limping. I know Covington has been down the last week or two. um, But if Davis is down, you need Lillard to play at his best self. And lately, um, that has not been the case for Lillard.
2: No. Um, Over the last week, I think he's outside the top 200. Over the last two weeks, he's ranked number 76. He's shooting below 40%. Uh, He's great. Sure. He's great. Yeah. But he's also put up you know he put up top 10 value on a team that didn't pass CJ McCollum or Norman Powell and it was just Lillard and now that he's got those other guys and Nurkic and Nurkic but I, I mean I don't think Nurkic steals his shots the way McCollum and it seems like, like like when he and McCollum are playing together there's a whole lot of your turn my turn and so there will be a lot of possessions where Lillard brings the ball up the court gives it to McCollum and then he's just kind of hanging out watching McCollum work yeah. And maybe he maybe he shoots a, a, a three-pointer off the catch. But I I don't know that he's going to get back to that top five or top ten player that he was for much of the season. But he certainly can be better than number 76. You know, he's still Damian Lillard. He's still great. He's still, I don't know, maybe the second-best shooter of all time. He'll shoot better than 40%. But it is a problem, and if, if this cold streak lasts another week or two, couple that with the maybe playing, maybe not, of Anthony Davis, and it's a problem. Right. Um, Vucevic has been great. No, I, 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 I thought that he might drop off once he got to Chicago, but that has not been the case. No, he's, he's, been... Been, he's been on fire over the last two weeks, ranked number nine overall.
0: Yeah, if vooch goes down that's it for him right like if if for some if somehow vooch goes down
2: well if vooch goes down but Anthony Davis comes back as Anthony Davis then oh you know he, he's true. probably better than
0: than he is now yeah, yeah that's
2: true you know those are those are pretty big ifs I don't I think Chicago is all in for winning this year yeah so uh, they're not gonna certainly not gonna shut him down they didn't trade for him. Didn't trade draft picks for Vucevic to not play Vucevic. Down the stretch, regardless, yeah. Um, Chris Paul and Mike Conley are playing. They're healthy. They're playing well. And playing Um, well, yeah. Chris Paul, 19 over the last two weeks. Mike Conley, 29. Anthony Edwards has been fantastic lately. Over the last two weeks, he's been ranked number 33 overall. Yeah, he's been
0: playing really well. 26.5 points, two
2: steals. Uh, We'll see if that continues. But,
0: you think Edwards uh, gets Rookie of the Year?
2: Probably. Okay. Rookie of the Year usually just goes to whichever rookie scored the most points. And I'm betting that's Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know that I would necessarily say that's wrong. It was going to be LaMelo Ball until he got injured. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I might still just give it to LaMelo Ball because I think he's been the best rookie this year. Right. But...
0: Edwards has turned it on, though, and, and Malik Beasley going down uh, certainly helps him.
2: Yes, it does. And so. he, but he's been coexisting with um, D'Angelo Russell, which has been nice to see. Yeah. Um, he picked up... The Goats picked up Kendrick Nunn, who's been pretty good lately. Um, Russell Westbrook has been very Russell Westbrook-y. Uh, we, we talked at the trade deadline about Jason Richardson. Yeah, I think... At least my analysis, I don't remember your stance on it, but it was like, I don't know, maybe Jason Richardson's worth rostering, maybe he's not. I don't remember what he gave up, but I, don't, I remember not liking it very much. But Jason Richardson over the last two weeks, number 196, he's just kind of
0: whatever. Yeah, that's not great.
2: Um, Ke- <laughs> Kevin Porter, who had been hot, is kind of cold now. Um, there's, there's, it's, it's still a good team though, especially if you can get Davis back, but as it sits right now, Davis is his only injury. So that's a, that's, that's a full roster, which has not been the case with any of the other teams we've discussed.
0: Maybe that's just enough to scrape out the extra wins.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, if you told me that the winner of the next three weeks was the healthier team, I would believe you. And right now the goats are healthy.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, he did play a, a – Brandon, I mentioned this before, but Brandon is on the outside looking in right now and in seventh place, and he beat the Goats last week 5-4. Yes,
2: so, he did, and I would have beat either of them 5-4 just in case anybody cared. But, um, everybody yeah, cares. He, he, the Goats are not playing their best basketball. There's no question about that. It, um, he, he was strong enough to do it without Anthony Davis but that was when Damian Lillard was a monster, and now he's not. And so he needs one of those two things to change at least yeah, in order to, to carry through the playoffs, I think.
0: So let me ask you a question. Um, normally, Goats has had a bye week. Would this be, Is this the first year he has not gotten a bye week?
2: I don't know. Let's it would ass- surprise me if that were the case.
0: Let's assume that that's the case. This is the first year. So finishing... In, in his worst finish ever his, in, in league history, is this a season a disappointment or not, or not?
2: I don't think we can really gauge that until the season's over. I mean, if he wins the, if he wins the title, I would say that it is not, not a, disappointment. a disappointment. And if he doesn't, <laughs> then as far as the regular season, I don't know. I don't know how you can really be it's
0: disappointed. It's tough. In I mean, if season. he's slipping a little bit but ends up with the rookie of the year, he's um, still got you know, Lillard, Vucevic, and Davis coming back next year. It's it's hard to say that that's, you know, a disappointment. Yeah. Well,
2: and it's, just, it's been such a chaotic season. Yeah. Like, no, there's, I, there's been so much nonsense going on. No, I just... I don't, I don't see how anybody... If you make the playoffs, I wouldn't be disappointed. Exactly.
0: I be disappointed. I, my, my stance would be it's not a disappointment. But I just thought it, it was inter- it's an interesting question. Uh, if you look at, you know, his finishes over the last 10 years or whatever and this is the worst finish, is it like, are you worried? Yeah. But, I mean, there's a lot of parody in the league right now, so.
1: There is.
2: Well, and for how many years have people been predicting his demise? Maybe this is the first step in that. We see him go from perennial number one or number two da- dropping down, but I don't know. I think it might just be that he had a bunch of injuries earlier in the year.
0: Yeah. So um,
2: Once the off season starts, one thing that I'm going to do when we're doing like our team review is look at everybody's player ranking versus their um, per game ranking to see who's had who's getting the boost by having guys that just play every day, and I, I'm very curious to see who gets the boost on that. I would bet that the two guys sitting at the top are going to do very well in that situation, and it's largely the same in the NBA. Like, if you look at the two, the, two of the big surprises this year have been the Suns and the Jazz, and the Suns and the Jazz are number one and two in having the fewest games missed due to injury Mm, it's just the type of year where staying healthy is is critical and so like I say in my opinion I don't think anybody who makes the playoffs this year should be disappointed with their regular season because it's been crazy
0: well there you have it that's the info on the goats good luck Taylor with all of your health hopefully you guys get back to playing form and maybe you do get that second title this year Uh, Moving on to the next player here, or the next team in the playoff picture is the one, the only, Keyboard Cat. I know Cat's back and playing healthy, um, relatively speaking, but uh, other than... I haven't really been paying attention to his team.
2: Well, first of all, I was was waiting for you to play a sound drop, but...
0: um, Oh, the Keyboard Cat sound
2: drop? Yeah, yeah, it seemed like the opportunity for you to play one of your favorites... But,
0: I already played whatever. it earlier, though. <laughs> All
2: right. That once is good. Um, for years now, I've thought, I don't understand why Minnesota doesn't just hire a coach who understands that Carl Towns is their best player. But then they did it. And Carl Towns has been really good lately. Yeah. Really good. Over the last two weeks, he's playing 38 minutes a game, which is a lot. Um, 28 points, about 14 rebounds. jeesh on nice percentages, 48.5% from the field and 94% from the line on seven attempts. That's so nice. That's a huge deal. And he's really he's still got Bam um, and Capella dragging down his free throw, but Towns drags it up about as far as they drag it down, and also Capella's been making them, as I complained about last time. But uh, Carl Towns, over the last two weeks, ranked third, Um, He was, I believe, pretty much the consensus most valuable player in the league last year, according to our little survey, and I think he's better now than he's ever been before. Yeah, he's looked really good. So, Towns is good. I would be extremely optimistic about Carl Towns. Clint Capella's been playing out of his mind over the last two weeks. Number six. (laughs) Um, 22 points, 17 rebounds, and three blocks.
0: Is that average?
2: Yes, average over the last two weeks.
0: Holy cow.
2: Yes, on uh, 67% and 72%. I, th-
0: I think Ed might just take the title this year. He is dangerous.
2: He is dangerous. Um, he's only got the one injury, Markel Fultz. Yeah. Honestly, if I were Ed and I picked up another injury, I'd probably just drop Fultz.
0: Well, her, I, would, her, I,
2: her, I, I mean, I think you at least have to consider it, but I, I'm lower on Fultz than everybody else. Yeah. Chris Boucher has been playing really well lately. I know he kind of dropped off, but he's, over the last two weeks, 2.3 blocks. Ranked number 15 on the um, over those two weeks. Drew Holiday has been playing really well, 33 minutes. Ranked number 13. Marcus Smart's finally picked it up. I know he, he was injured for much of the year, and then he kind of struggled when he came back, but he's been playing well lately.
0: Yeah, he's... Devonte Graham, too, with the metal ball being out, was the best thing that could have happened to Ed.
2: Yes, it is. It, 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 it caused some field goal percentage, but over the last two weeks, he's playing 31 minutes at rank number 34. And we've done all this talk, and we haven't even talked about Bam, who has struggled lately, but Bam's fantastic. And he hasn't really – his ranking's low, but it's mostly because of his field goal percent or free throw percentage. Bam's excellent. Rashawn Holmes is excellent. Sadiq Bay has been on fire. He's more of a a streamer guy, but um, Ed's beat me and Trevor in the last couple weeks, and that was without Nurkic, and now Nurkic is back, and he's not super reliable at this point and hasn't been playing very well, but he's better than nothing, which is what he's been. Exactly. About the only player lately who's been disappointed is Trey Young, and I still believe in Trey Young. I think Trey Young's going to be more than fine so yeah I think if he stays healthy the way his team's playing right now I think he'd make a strong case the Carl Ta- that keyboard cat is the strongest team left
0: it's either he, I would uh, my three picks uh, strongest team right now would be keyboard cat number one probably and then super zombies number two and then honestly I think the yuming dynasty at three but um. uh,
2: we'll see on how many people how many of my players feel like playing?
0: It's, it's a coin flip between you and Storm and Goats, to be honest with you. And, and I don't know, Highlanders is sitting there their, their, with their bye week. I don't mean to disrespect Trevor, but I just... I, we, like we talked about, you know.
2: Yeah. It... Um, I, think, I think Keyboard Cat's about as strong as anybody, but... He doesn't have a bye week, and that bye week means a lot. It does. Which, by the way, it's it's another reason why like six playoff teams is so wonderful. Because if you're if you're not in the bye week, then who cares? Like if I if I finish sixth or fifth or fourth or third, I, it doesn't matter. None of those none of those numbers are important to me. But having that bye week for the top two gives the playoff team something to compete for. There's no just cruising into the playoffs. You've got to fight to get that bye week because it's valuable, and I think that that makes the league better and more interesting.
0: I agree. Totally. Um, I wish I would have had in the uh, the other league that allows 8 out of 12 teams into the playoffs. Um, I was the second-ranked team, and so was Trevor, and neither one of us got our bye week, and now I'm out of the playoffs after last week, so. I would have liked that's that. That's why you
2: shouldn't play in other leagues. This yeah. one is more than enough to keep anyone happy.
0: It really is. Um, but key, after Keyboard Cat, we've got one other team in the playoff picture currently, and that's the Yao Ming Dynasty. Um, how many injuries are you Are you dealing with any injuries right now?
2: Well, Al Horford was shut down for the season, and Victor Oladipo is injured. Um he hurt his knee. They said that he was going to miss the the uh, upcoming road or uh, road trip, which was three games. So if that's all he misses, then fine. Who cares? Whatever. I'm playing. I need to win this week, but I'm playing the flying hellfish, and I'm up comfortably, and I should be able to beat the flying hellfish. He's pretty beat up, more so than me. Yeah. Um. But they also gave him permission to go speak to a third party specialist. And that's not a very good sign. Um, no, it, it, it is not something that he's just going to walk off. And so I'm going to have to make a decision as to whether I not whether I just go into it a man down or if I drop Al Horford, um, which would hurt because he's good still. But you know,
1: yeah, so it that's, be... that's the
2: only injury. Kyrie Irving sat out because he felt like sitting out. Kawhi Leonard is resting right now for the last two games, but if he rests up this week and plays next week, that's fine by me.
0: Yeah. Um, um, he's played, I think he's played quite a few games this year, right, Kawhi? Played a lot.
2: Yeah, he's played, he's played a lot. He's been
0: so, I mean, resting steady. isn't played,
2: like... I'm playing, playing back-to-backs as well.
0: In the past, so, load management's been a real deal for him, but this year it's not been that big of a deal.
2: Yeah, I think he's just healthier now than he's been. Those th- his legs have been bad. Like when he was winning a championship in Toronto, he was limping off the court every game because he was not healthy. Yeah, but he's healthy now, so he's playing more. I, they had kind of a weird week where they had like a road trip to a back to back, and I think he was just kind of like, "Well, I don't want to fly out there play two games. Like that's that's a lot of wear and tear. So if that's sure. what they, if that's the part that they miss, that's fine by me.
0: Sure." Um, I,
2: th- I have had a couple of guys playing really well over the last few weeks. Um, over the last 14 days, Jimmy Butler, number 6, Kawhi, 10, Kyrie, 12, Porzingis, 17. He's been coming on really strong. And then DeAndre Ayton, who was disappointing for the first part of the year, has been playing really well lately. He
0: has. He's been playing really well. I was going to ask you about Porzingis. It didn't didn't he have, like, a wrist injury? He's obviously 17th over the last two two weeks, so he's healthy. The, right he's playing he's fine
2: um, he missed a game or two about a week ago but has been fantastic since then okay um, I believe he did rest last night so if, if I can get three games a week out of Porzingis I'll be happy with that because he's been excellent um, 22-12 with 1.8 blocks and 2.63's Those over the last couple weeks
0: very tasty numbers
2: good stuff um, um, and one nice thing is Nerlens Noel has retained his value. It got a little sketchy there. Yeah, he was like the 11th Mitchell ranked Robinson player last now, week, right? Or 11th
0: or through 12. Noel
2: has been able to just be Nerlens Noel.
0: Yeah,
2: scoring five points a game, but also getting two and a half blocks and one point three steals. So. It, uh, it's nice to be able to fill out the back of your roster. I do have some guys who have been disappointing, Hammond UGL and Tomas Sadoransky and Grayson Allen. I have those three guys on my roster. None of them are anything special, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um, do you th- are, 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 which one's your streamer spot if you had one? Do you think, is it Grayson Allen?
2: Probably. Although, frankly, he's been kind of outplaying the other guys.
0: Interesting. Zadarensky, I think, is too good to drop at this point.
2: I agree. Um, it's it, it helped his value a lot with the demotion of Kobe White. White, yeah,
0: yeah. Do you worry about that if you're the flying hellfish?
2: Yeah, I mean that, that's always been a thing with Kobe White. Like he's not really a point guard. He's never been very point guardy. And so he may just settle into a career as a Jordan Clarkson or a B. Williams. And if he's getting 28 minutes a game, that's fine. Um, but it does put a, a ceiling as to what he can be. But frankly, that ceiling's always been there because he just doesn't pass it very well. Right. So it's, you know, he, he's, he's an interesting player, but he's not particularly good. And it seems like the team might just be recognizing that.
0: Uh, very well could be. Um, just looking at your roster, um, I think any team going into the playoffs with uh, the likes of Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, and uh, Ayton and Porzingis, and Irving. I don't know how I could leave out Irving. I mean, that's a really solid core, and especially right now, those guys are all playing really well. Like we had talked about Lillard kind of underperforming for the Goats. All of those guys I just mentioned for your team are playing really well right now.
2: Yeah, they're playing, they're playing well. Um, Toby Harris has been dropping off lately. He's been playing some of his worst basketball, but still not bad over the last couple of weeks. He's ranked 58. He
0: also played some of his best basketball ever at the beginning of the season, so is he just kind of finding his natural ranking <laughs> somewhere?
2: Uh, maybe. I, I think he's a, I don't know, 30 to 50 range would be my guess for Tobias Harris. Also, he uh, he's one of the steadiest guys where he's just playing every day. Yeah. And Kemba Walker's been... Picking it up
0: lately, yeah, yeah, he has. I noticed that as well. But no, it's a good team. Um, it definitely one to watch in the playoffs. Oladipo makes me a little worried for you, but I guess if you have to drop Horford, he is getting up there in age. It's not like a huge. It, it's 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 annoying, but if you're gonna win a title out of it, then it's worth it. So, yeah, I think so. Um, but it would
2: suck to drop him and then not get a title out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So get, but no, it's. It, it, I'm gonna have to make a decision. Probably it depends on what happens with Oladipo.
0: Yeah. Well, that's something we'll keep an eye on. Uh, just outside looking in, just worth a mention is the Pride. Um, there is a There's an outsider's chance he makes this. Probably won't just because of who he's playing this week and who you're who you're playing this week. Um, but w- what are your thoughts on the Pride?
2: Well, one thing that we've always talked about with the Pride this year is at the beginning of the year was, wow, C.J. McCollum's playing really well. And then C.J. McCollum got hurt, and we said, well, things will change when C.J. McCollum comes back. Then he came back, and over the last two weeks, he's ranked number 36. Um, 20 points, four rebounds, four and a half assists. He's been playing at 3.33s. He's been playing really well. Yeah, he's a good ball player. So that's, that's a big boost for him. Um, and Bogdan Bogdanovich, over the last two weeks, ranked number 11.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, 21.8 points, 4.7 rebounds, 4.3 assists, 1.5 steals, 4.3 threes. Dang. That's that's really good stuff. And I like Bogdanovich. I don't think he's quite that good. He's shooting 50% from the field and making four threes. So maybe that's not sustainable. But if he can... if The pride does get into the playoffs, and Bogdanovich keeps his hot streak up. It's kind of nice to just get, like, a uh, your top, your 100th-ranked player is actually the 10th-ranked player. That's a big boost. Yeah. Um, Gary Trent Jr. has been playing really well in Toronto. He didn't drop off at all over the last two weeks, ranked number 41, playing 34 minutes a game and putting up 20 points. So Trent's been excellent. Uh, Julius Randle's dropped off which isn't too surprising. He was just given such a huge workload. Uh, and Zach Levine has dropped off. Zach Levine was really the star of the team for much of the year, but he's been slower lately. Jandil Russell is back. I know that was a, a an injury that he had to deal with. Um, it's He's healthier now than he has been, but some of his guys are performing a little worse. So bonus has been... He's missed some time lately, and he's struggled a little bit, but he missed about a week.
0: Yeah, he didn't miss a, a terrible now. amount of time, and he's come back and been pretty well, pretty good since he's been back. So,
2: Yeah, and McHale Bridges has been disappointing. Um, I'm still super high on him. I think he's a fantastic player. Right. But over the last couple of weeks, um, ranked number 116 with a little less than a block and a little less than a steal. And then... The, the last couple of weeks really seems to matter with the Pride because he's struggled over the last the last three weeks he played a Flying Hellfish 1-5-4 Avatar on Blu-ray he lost 4-5 and then he beat the Goats 5-4 but like we were talking about with Desert Storm getting getting 8-1 wins against even even if it's against the the bad teams that's a really big deal yeah Get, get, winning 8-1 gives you about as many wins as two weeks of 5-4 of yeah. it, it's, it's a really significant difference and that's why the pride is on the outside looking in because he couldn't put up big wins against the Hellfish um, lost to Avatar and they beat the Goats which is you 5-4 know, against the playoff team that's fantastic but right. that 5-4 against the flying Hellfish might be what does it because if that's 8-1 he's on the inside and you know trying to box me out so, that that might be, and since he's up seven two right now, that five four win may be the uh, the thing that cost him his playoff spot.
0: Yeah, because if you win, you're you you have a two game lead on him right now. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, this is what the live. But stand one and on. a half.
2: I've got a one and a half game lead as it sits. Um, if I can beat the Hellfish seven two, there's nothing he can do.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at the stat tracker standing, sorry. Um Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, he's at seventy wins and you're at seventy two wins at, at the end of last week, but if it ended tonight you would win seventy nine to seventy seven. So and he's winning seven two. You can't ask for much more than that out of him this week. No. Um even eight one, which seems unlikely, would only he would still be out. Um, and yep. What's your score right now? My score is currently 7-2. 7-2. So you would have to go 5-4, and he would have to maintain the 7-2, and then there'd be a tie, I guess. Yeah.
2: And I'm not playing particularly well, but like I say, the health issue really beat up right now. He's carrying a bunch of injured guys. Robinson, Garland hasn't been playing. Zach Collins is still there and injured. Nikhil alexander Walker's is injured. Uh, Mo Bamba, who's been playing really well. Has missed. He got injured last game, and he's a a maybe. Yeah,
0: he was actually making me a little nervous as a Wendell Carter fan. But when he, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, he was just playing out of his mind last week.
2: Yeah, I tell you what, I my uh, my off-season goal, one of them was to acquire Mo Bamba, and then to watch him struggle all year and think, oh boy, I dodged a bullet there. And then if he shows up in the last week of the season to knock me out of the playoffs, it, it, it would have broken my heart.
0: It'd be pretty poetic, actually.
2: Yes. I, I love Nissan Mobamba. But...
0: Can't disagree with it. Um, well that's it. That's the season. that's the playoff preview for Big Big Ego Small Vertical. What an exciting time to to be a part of this league, Bryce.
2: Um so at this point, who is your favorite to win it all?
0: Uh, Keyboard Cat. Um, I think I'd flip a coin between Keyboard Cat and Super Zombies uh, only because Super Zombies has that bye week. um, And I I think that both their teams are pretty solid right now.
2: Yeah. I think I would go with Zombies because of the bye week. But, like I said, I think Keyboard Cat's probably uh, playing a little stronger right now. Um, And really, nobody's probably going to win. I feel confident saying that.
0: Yeah, um, somebody's got to win.
2: Somebody has to, but nobody's probably going to.
0: I suppose you're right. Well, Bryce, it's been an absolute pleasure and a joy to have you on as a special guest this week. Um, if you um, let me just,
2: I do have two things, if I may. Sure. Um, this was this was put out on Discord not too long ago, but we're still planning on, and I'll put it on Discord again. But draft lottery one week from Wednesday so that's what Wednesday the 21st okay if I know how to do math yes Wednesday the 21st planning on seven o'clock at Pizza Mart like I say I'll put that on discord
0: I was and supposed the other to, thing well uh, I was supposed, I was supposed to call Pizza Mart and I have not done that so that's you still have, a, a you have a week we of the week I'll do I'll get on that um, tentative plan is Pizza Mart, unless they have some kind of COVID restriction, and then we'll we'll do something different.
2: Yeah, we'll find something else. And then the other thing was, I was speaking with Benson today, and he said that he had a couple people text him and ask him if he was going to sit all of his guys just to spite me, um, which he, he says he has no intention of doing, and was offended by the idea. And so we were talking, and see. i think we can all agree that that would be a really crappy way to miss out on the playoffs so um we were kind of talking about a potential rule where you are required to set your lineup and the commissioner has the right to go in and set your lineup if you're not going to so we'll probably talk about that at the lottery feel free to discuss that in discord yeah but um, especially if
0: we're if we're fearing like an intentional sitting um as a, as an as a way to thwart another team from making it, like yes, hurting another team doesn't help you. If you if you wanna if if you wanna if you're benching your team, helps you in some way. Like you're really trying to win turnovers or something. Like maybe and you've got such a great lead on the other categories, then maybe that makes sense. But, yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. And it's like I say, it's not a problem right now, and it hopefully will never be a problem. But like, what if? benson had my draft pick would he be tempted a little bit more to knock me out of the playoffs so yeah i mean obviously we need the ability to manage our team and manage for a win you know we can use our our, our judgment on that but i think it's a, a sound rule to ask people to play their guys when they can
0: so would you say somebody was telling benson I'm, I'm guessing it was just
2: ben frederick right i have no idea
0: <laughs> I'm going to put money on it and say that Ben Frederick I'm was... I'm guessing
2: the- one of them was Brandon. No, I don't I, I, I don't know that anybody was advocating. It was probably just a joke, but...
0: Right, no, I, I, I agree with that. I think it was probably just a joke. I'm thinking it was probably Ben Frederick. I think that if anybody else were to chime in and say, I agree with that, it would have been either Bram or Brandon. <laughs>
2: well, I, I would bet that Brandon did a joke. Uh, but we have, like, honestly, we have had somebody intent like just sit all their guys on their bench because they wanted to lose games before um, and actually I think it ended up working out really well because it forced us to shift the way we do the draft lottery and I think it makes for a better league, the new system, but the point is we have had issues with this in the past and we might have issues with this in the future um, so I, it, it's certainly worth discussing, it'd be nice if we, if, I'd rather have a rule and not ever have to use it Than have a problem and not have a solution for it
0: that's very wise words from a very wise commissioner um bryce been a pleasure thank you for coming on um and i will talk to you later all right sounds good all right thanks bye um that is the show um thank you for listening it sounds like the Yao Ming Dynasty's towel is firmly in hand. Should have asked him, but didn't. But uh, there you go. I have nothing else to add at this point, so we'll leave you until next week.
1: I wanted to tell you a little bit about the candidacy of Al Donnelly. Al Donnelly's a guy with a dream. His dream is to become governor of this great state of Washington. Hell, every guy's got his dream, am I right? Between you, me, and the wall, I had a doozy myself last night. <laughs> Get this. A corn fed harvest mouse, a hooker, a nun, a Flemish peasant woman, whips, chains, whistles, yo-yos, a circus midget, my grandmother, riding by on a bicycle, give me the finger, and a duck. Now I don't know Are you crying? Oh my lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? No, don't hang up, please. I Whoa.
0: The clarity of our voices have been brought to you by Desert Storm.